The views and opinions expressed by guests on Connected do not necessarily reflect those of Side Street Studio Arts. Welcome everyone to Connected. This is the podcast from Side Street Studio Arts, where we have conversations with members of our arts community. This is one part of our special series called Vote Local, the art and local politics, where I'm working on talking with everyone running for Elgin City Council this year to understand where they stand uh, on the arts and culture in Elgin. And so joining me this time around is Anthony Ortiz. Welcome, Anthony. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, Erin. Thanks for uh, inviting me on here. Yeah, thank you for being here. Anthony and I are already old friends now because he has White Sox <laughs> uh, stuff in his home. And so uh, we're, we're on board already right now. <laughs> good news, good news. <laughs> good news, right. Um, so we're just going to dive right in. Anthony, uh, first and foremost, tell me your Elgin story. What What are you doing in Elgin and what? why are you interested in Elgin? Uh. After graduating from, well, let, me, let me start from the beginning so people know who I am. Because a lot of people don't even know who Matt and even I don't even know. So I was born, raised, always lived in Elgin. Besides four years of my life, when I was 19 to 23, I lived in California. That's when I was in the Marines. I graduated from Larkin High School. And a year after high school, I joined the Marines, did a combat deployment to Afghanistan. Um, after being honorably discharged, I started attending Elgin Community College, then transferred to Loyola out in Chicago. I got my bachelor's from them in criminal justice and criminology. Then continued my education over right down the street at DePaul University in Chicago. I got my paralegal from them. And then ever since then, I've been employed as a supervisor at the Kane County State's Attorney's Office. So what like what like activities or things I've been doing within the city since then is uh, I've been advocating for like veteran awareness to get veterans recognized for their sacrifices and things they've done. Uh, one thing I did uh, I think it was a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago now, is uh, I helped a family of a Marine from Elgin over here on the west side that uh, his their son was uh, killed in action in Afghanistan. And I actually went to, I went to high school with him and was deployed with him to Afghanistan. And his second deployment is when he was killed. So I... Uh, went and petitioned city council and got the signatures we needed for his family to get the street honorably renamed after him, over on Melrose. I've uh, helped organize uh, this past September, a uh, like a parade caravan style event for Mexican Independence Day. I organized that with the city hall and with the Elgin Police Department with uh, two other friends. And that, that was awesome. We drove off from, all the way from Elgin High School to the west side of Elgin to Larkin High School, up into Wing Park, and then we finished back at, went through Nino, and then finished back at by uh, the casino. Uh, there was a bunch of kids outside, and it seemed like everybody enjoyed it. We I had, remember uh, that, now that you're yeah. mentioning it, was great, it was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we had uh, all kinds of motorcycles and lowrider style cars and old school cars and regular cars, and everybody was there. It was, it was a pretty cool event. And I think the cops enjoyed it more because they were allowed to speed up and down the streets <laughs> and blocking traffic. <laughs> so they got some fun out of it. Um, 
I've also a uh, member of the AMVETS over here in the, over at the Elgin uh, Legion Lodge, Ohio, over on uh, Summit Street. Uh, part of the Elgin Police and Fire Commission, help uh, recruit our new firefighters and police officers, which we'll get some new police officers. A lot of them are pretty cool guys and ladies. We're starting our uh, firefighter thing. And then for the arts, I know you're waiting for that part. So <laughs> one thing I was pretty excited about was when they started doing the uh, box wrappings for the utility boxes. So I know a few uh, artists, people like to draw and, and be creative. So as soon as I seen that, like city council approved it, I started reaching out to them. I'm like, hey, dude, hey, start. You should, you should apply for this. You should get into this. Like show your talent and show people what you can do. I think two people did apply, but I'm not sure where they're at in the process or if they even got it up yet because I haven't heard back from them. But I think that's a pretty cool thing. And another thing I want to see come back is uh, some kind of murals through the city. Because I know we had that big debacle a couple years ago with one of them being a, an inappropriate picture right there in downtown, that little uh, like alleyway. Yeah. I call it. Yeah, it's so called I like Butcher's to see Alley, I believe. Yeah. I'd like to see a mural put back there, something that everybody can agree on and everybody can have a good input on. Because right now it's just a blank canvas right now. <laughs> and uh, that's that's pretty much my story for Elgin. Well, it seems like yeah. a pretty natural trajectory in the development of, of leadership roles and community involvement to run for city council then. So what made you decide to run at this moment this time? So uh, the reason I'm campaigning for uh, city council is because my uh, my entire adult life, I've always worked in like the public sector. I've always been a servant of my community. So I was in the Marines. Then after the Marines, I started working at the King County State's Attorney's Office. I started volunteering at the um, King County Health Department as a COVID-19 case investigator when COVID hit like really bad over the summer. So I volunteered my time there, helping uh, track and trace uh, people that possibly exposed the COVID through King County. Then I started volunteering for, for the city of Elgin on the police commission. I just, I just like giving back to the city and giving back to the community because in reality, like I wouldn't be who I am today without being, without a community support. So, and there's like a few things I want to run on or am running on is like, why does city hall transparency? Like so certain things, like you ever wonder why like certain people get picked over other people on boards and commissions when you applied and you're like, hmm, I thought I had a pretty good resume and a pretty good shot, but this person got picked over me. But you never really understand the reason why. I like to make that a little bit more transparent, like at least letting the applicant know, like we picked this person over this person because of this reasons. Um, I also want to reinforce public safety. And the way I, I was thinking about doing that and helping working with the other West City Council people is that we need better communication infrastructure. Like we are currently it's outdated and everything's moving to 5G. So we'll be able to communicate with our firefighters and our police officers faster and they'll be able to get data a lot quicker if, when they're on the way to a scene or a call or whatever they need to do. And once we get that going, then we can move it into our downtown and move it into the rest of our neighborhoods and then our residents and our business owners would have it. Like in, in your, your, in your uh, business, you're probably like, have like Adobe or something that you need to, Photoshop or edit or some kind of a absolutely a, Adobe uh, audition. We do video or uh, voice recordings that maybe 
you need a better connection to get that uploaded and downloaded faster. Internet is a daily issue <laughs> in, in our world, and I'm sure everyone's world right now, especially, you know, access and ease of use and affordability and all of those things. Yeah. So I know when I uploaded a couple of videos to my city council uh, page on Facebook, like, I think the video was probably a minute, maybe less than a minute, and it still took a good, like, 45 minutes to upload. And I'm like, oh, man. Painful. <laughs> but that's like, I think the, the communication will help everybody, especially like the arts, because they want to upload their video to YouTube and start promoting themselves or stuff like that, or their podcast, then it'll go up quicker and they and they'll be able to edit it and put it, put it into the internet world a lot faster. Um, let me see what else do I have written down. Uh, that, that's pretty much it. I just want to, I just want to give back to the beautiful city that helped raise me. Hmm. I gave back to my country, I gave back to my county, and now I just want to give back to the city. That's great. You mentioned a few activities from, you know, from the parade parade you mentioned on about your involvement in the arts and culture. What else have you gone to or visited or been a part of as far as arts activities or arts and culture within our community in your lifetime in Elgin? Uh, the one thing I went to, well, I don't know if it was the, because I know it was the uh, Sustainability Commission that put it together when the, uh, what was that guy's name? A couple of years ago at the Hemmings, he's the, uh, who, the young gentleman that came there and he spoke about uh, how pollution and making the environment better. Mm-hmm. But he, he involved like his advocacy for making the environment better into like rapping and in music, and I was like, "Oh man, this guy's cool!" Like, <laughs> like he, he he get his message out various different ways through the one through just talking and speeches and his photos of showing what he's been doing, and then the other side would be music that a lot of people can listen to and relate to and be able to vibe to. Uh, the other thing too is during the summer when uh, like a lot of people from within the city went downtown and started uh, painting and beautifying the city with all the plywood that covered the storefront windows and doors. I went down with my daughter and we helped them paint a lot of that. And I think that's pretty cool that the city is gonna save a lot of those those, those pictures because so, man, there's a lot of talented people in Elgin that help paint some of that. <laughs> Heck yeah, there are. And uh, that's, that's pretty much it in the past year that I've done. Elgin often calls itself a city of the arts, right? City in the suburbs, city of the arts. And it, it says that a lot. What do you feel and how do you feel about the city um, government's current support and involvement in the arts in Elgin? And is there anything you would change or add or alter um, in any way based on what you know now? Uh, there's where they got like four or five programs the city is doing. So they got to paint the plow, which I think is pretty cool when they had the students come over there and, and paint up that thing with however they want to do it. And then the public works accesses the plow and displays it as they drive through the city while they're using it. Uh, like I've already mentioned the uh, utility box wrapping project they got. I think that's pretty cool. Helps uh, local artists show their thing. And then I want to bring back a mural downtown in that empty pit spot we have and maybe hang some more throughout the city. Like I think a good spot would be uh, right there on by the post office on Highland 
there's a we have to obviously I get the building owner to agree that it's like hanging something there, but I think it's the high traffic area and a lot of people would see it. Um, so I think they're doing a pretty decent job. One thing that I brought up before in like 2019, I think it was, was probably recording of it somewhere, is uh, you, you, I bet you're you're familiar with Spring Awakening, right? Mm-hmm. So Chicago has had that festival for years, and somehow uh, Hoffman Estates was able to push their way in there and steal, right. that, steal that festival from them. So if Hoffman Estates can pull a huge festival from one of the, the biggest city in the state, why can't Elgin do something like that and try to pull a festival? If, or either it's if it's painting, music, acting, whatever it is, and bring it here. Like we need to have the leadership and idea, creative ideas of people willing to stick their hand in the pot and be like, let's try it. Worst they could say is no, but let's try it. Because if Hoffman Estates can pull it from Chicago. I think Elgin can pull a similar style event and bring it to Elgin. Maybe not as big as Spring Awakening because we might not have the space for it because often the states have that big old parking lot over by the Sears Center. But we could divide it through the city, put something in Wing Park, something in Lourdes Park, something over at Festival Park and make it a citywide event. So I think that would be a good idea going going forward is to try to get something like that going. Regarding... Then, uh, Sorry, can I ask you a question about that? Regarding something like that, uh, do you see, I mean, you mentioned the parks, right? So that city involvement, do you see city involvement in inviting a group like that or financial resources or or uh, space and service resources? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, so I'm guessing that Hoffman Estates, I haven't seen the contract or what, what the deal was, but I'm guessing Hoffman Estates partnered with everybody to help pay for this and help fund it and promote it, like Pepsi or Coke or whoever else decided to put their logos all over the place and, and sponsor the event. So I think Algin needs to do agreements and intergovernmental agreements, like reach out to South Algin, go up north to Carpentersville and be like, hey, we'll, be, we'll try to bring this event to the area. You guys will be part of it. And if we get more cities involved, then it'll help relieve the, the stress of how much it actually is going to cost. Because something like that guaranteed costs a couple million dollars, if not more, to to book the artists, book the book, uh, other activities like rides or carnival amusement uh, type activities. So I think it's going to be like a area involvement. And the other thing too is, I went to one in Chicago over at Millennium Park, and it had like a main headliner at night but during the day it was nothing but local people showing their talent so i was thinking an idea i had i don't know maybe you have a different opinion is like during the day and like maybe early early mid-afternoon have our local people out there displaying whether they're uh painting or singing or rapping or dancing whatever they're whatever whatever they're they're excellent at display it and show and see that we have more than just regular people we have people that are creative and entertaining do, do you have anybody at your studio that does like that cool thing where they spin the canvas and they throw paint on it and it ends up being a really cool picture we've worked with people who do that before and of course kids love to do that so when we're teaching class at any time you can throw and make a mess and then it becomes this amazing piece of art right young humans love that um but we have a few artists that work with moving the canvas versus managing the paint yeah. so to speak it's 
amazing. Yeah, I watch some of those videos and I'm like, those people are really cool. Like, <laughs> if I did something like that, it would be a mess. It'd be just blobs of stuff everywhere. <laughs> but you want to be friends with someone who does something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I interrupted you before. Did you get to everything you wanted to say about that one? Yes, I believe so. Okay. Um, so my organization, Side Street Studio Arts, is part of the downtown Elgin community, um, especially growing up in Elgin. You know how our downtown has gone through a number of iterations over years. Uh, but typically, downtowns are hubs for arts and culture. Um, do you feel this is true about our downtown? And do you see um, support from the city for our downtown? Should they be doing anything else? And then kind of as a, a follow-up to that, um, do you see potential hubs outside of the downtown area? What, you know, what are the artist areas around downtown if you see those? Yeah, I think uh, the downtown Elgin area has done a, a pretty decent job. Like I know the city partners with the casino and brings those summer concert series, series during the, but I think uh, with those summer concert series, I could be wrong if you could correct me, but those are only for like booked artists, right? They never allow a local person to go up there like before like the ACDC concert comes on and it's only correct. for like whoever the- So far that's right. the situation, yeah. Yeah, so I think uh, a way we could expand that is like, yeah, it's cool that we got maybe Journey or ACDC coming to town, but before then we should, the openers and we should be all local people saying like hey man we got the same talent that these these guys do they may have been in it since the 80s but we're the up-and-coming people <laughs> so i think that's a way we could uh expand that uh i like how they redid the riverfront a couple years back probably more than a couple now it's been a while how they had those the canopies with the cool different colored lights under it it brings some character to downtown and uh there was something else i was gonna say Oh, how the storefront owners allowed the the murals and the paintings over the summer. Like no no I hear of any store owner getting upset that somebody went and drew or did express express their thoughts pretty much. Because that's what the arts is, I think, is no matter what you do within that community, you're expressing yourself, whether you're painting it, singing it, dancing it, acting it. It's all it's all your emotions into it. And uh to and then the second part of the question is outside of like that area was going back to my my point of bringing a festival and connecting the city entirely through the, the different parks that we have, putting different events within different parks. And downtown could be like the, like the main hub of the spoke and then have spokes going out to different areas of the city that have little hubs there to enhance the city and show and show that would that we care about the entire city. And that we want to bring arts to everybody and have everybody enjoy it. So if somebody goes to Wing Park and it's, say it's hip hop music there, they don't like that, or they're not into that, they can go over to Lord's Park and it'd be jazz, or they'll go to downtown and it'll be rock, and then just be able to, to, to form the city and bring it together and let them enjoy what they like to do. I, a lot of what I feel like you keep coming back to is the idea of public, private, corporate partnerships, you know, from the governmental entity to the private business owners to the nonprofit and individuals. Um, sounds like you keep coming back to collaboration um, among yep. those groups. Yeah. Yeah. We have to, like, everybody's got to give a little bit for everybody to have fun. If somebody doesn't want to give a little bit, then we still have fun, but it won't be as good. 
it won't be as great. I think like everybody's got to give a little bit, and that's that's how that's how we always get better in society. Is but everybody just giving up a a little bit of their life or a little bit of their time, and it makes everybody better. We all like uh, what what did my mom say? Uh, sharing is caring. We always got to share. Um, well said. Speaking of which, <laughs> in this moment, right, a lot a lot of people are hurting. Um, and of course, artists, arts organizations, presenting organizations um, are not immune to any of that. And we'll, we're some of the first to close and it'll be some of the last to open our small space. One of our biggest events is Battle of the Bands and it'll have, you know, a hundred or so people cramped into a space with loud music and singing and the occasional mosh pit and that sort of thing, all which... Um, would not be a good idea right now. And so that's a difficult thing to bring back and will not come back this year and uh, will be a while. Um, so are you seeing support for artists and uh, arts organizations and presenting organizations in our area? And do you think that there's anything that the city of Elgin can do in this moment? And then as we come out of this moment to help revitalize the arts and culture industry in our area? I haven't heard of anybody like her hosting an event or uh, or doing something to like re-promote that right now. So what like it, it, it all it all goes back to my, to my to my theory and my idea of everybody supporting each other. So like your battle of the bands, I, I seen a what was it? I seen a movie the other day. And it was like almost the same thing. I let me start asking that question. Like, oh, these people had a good idea. Is they went back to their, they just set up shop at their park and started just doing it. People just slowly started coming and and watching and and we, I, I don't know. I just I was thinking something cool that we could do something like that and go back. Like I'm going back to my my same thing is that we could do them in the parks. Like people want to social distance and we can like the band show over at Wing Park. We have the stage, and I bet you a bunch of people can get together and help pay the little rent or permit for you to use it, which I don't think is that much. And then we could do it there. And we have the chairs, the there people could sit down, or we could spread, they could spread out, they could sit on top of the hill under the trees, and listen to it. So I think in the next year, maybe maybe even two, it's all going to be outdoor outdoor events. I think be people feel most comfortable and safest to, to be able to do that. And then uh, what was the second part of that question? Do you think, what do you think the city's, I mean, and you're kind of touching on that, what do you think the city's involvement should be in, in the recovery, right? So in this moment, right, maybe we can do more things outdoors and, and alter the way we're thinking. Um, but as businesses come back to full speed, including artists and arts organizations, do you think the city can help or should help support that in any way? Yeah, I, actually, I, I think I mentioned I mentioned it is like the arts is the way everybody expresses themselves. They all do it in a different way, and they are so us recovering has to be is what's well, going to be the way everybody expresses themselves. Like I, I'm not an artist. You want to say hi, Ava? <laughs> She's over here ducking around. Hi, the Ava. She is. <laughs> um, there's a, uh, like, I, like, what was I going back? Oh, my expression. So 
the city is going to have to allow people to express themselves. So I think what we should do is put like a huge community board somewhere where people can go there and write messages or paint a little picture in the corner, like a, like a huge whiteboard or, or a huge something or canvas where they paint it and nobody can erase it. Maybe they'll paint over it, but it'll still be there. And they're expressing what they felt of all of 2020 and maybe even going first half of 2021. So they can, so the city knows how the residents feel and maybe there'll be a message on there that somebody walks past one day and be like, oh, that's a pretty good idea. Maybe, maybe we should try to push this or try to get that because not everybody has the ideas. You, you, need, you need a group of, of people to weed out the bad ones and come to the good one. And I might think that my idea of putting different festivals throughout the parks in Elgin, I think it's a great idea. But it's probably people that have done it before and like, oh, it's never going to work. The logistics is too much or there's going to be too much traffic traveling through back and forth through the city or who, who knows. So I think we need to have like some kind of like message board so everybody can express themselves and be able, people can walk down the street and sit there and read it and be like, okay, this person thinks that, that person thinks this, that's a cool picture. That's, if that's the way they were feeling, that's pretty cool. And uh, we just need to be able to, the city needs to put something somewhere where everybody can express themselves and be able to, to also send messages to either city hall or to their fellow artists or the, the, give a message to their city like stay strong and we're going to get out of it sooner or later so I mean, all, it all comes down to expression and that, that'll be the road to normalcy you have a couple minutes left here is there anything else you wanted to touch on that we didn't get to uh yeah uh you guys can find more information about me a longer biography. I just gave you like the clip notes of what where I came from, what I've done. Uh, at AnthonyForElgin.com. That's Anthony F O R Elgin.com. Um, on Facebook, just you just type in Anthony for City Council. Anthony Ortiz for City Council it comes up, or you just Google Anthony Ortiz and everything pops up. It seems like everybody's clicking on my stuff, so I think that's a pretty cool thing. That I'm what's top Google search. <laughs> 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 Never thought I'd uh, be a top Google search in the in the area, but your fifteen minutes of fame. <laughs> <laughs> um, great, thank you. So, if anyone in your as you're making your voting plan to vote local in a very important election, um, make sure you go check out Anthony's information. If you want to get in touch with him, you can do it through that. I'm assuming to ask any questions um, or get yep. any further oh. information. Um, early voting in Kane County starts March 22nd. Election day is April 6th. And then Cook County early voting starts March. This the, it's the week before that. Mm. I didn't realize that. That's great to know. So Cook County early voting starts before Kane County early voting. Yeah. I think it's because of population size. They're trying to make sure everybody has an opportunity to get in there and vote. Right. Right. Got it. Um, so take all of that, make your plan to vote, whether it's early or in person, um, vote, lo voting local is very important. Anthony, thank you so much for joining me. It was a pleasure meeting you. No, no, thank you for the invite and reaching out. Maybe we'll see each other in real life someday. Um, we'll be there when, when I, when I get my idea about the community board, and we yeah. can put our messages um, down there. Knock on our door and we'll, we'll help with that. 
Um, thank you everyone for listening. Be sure to follow all of the Side Street Studio Arts information on social media and at our website, sidestreetstudioarts.org. And you can listen to Connected wherever you find podcasts. You can follow and rate in this Vote Local series. Um, we have a few more interviews to do and you'll be able to gather your information about many of the those running for Elgin City Council. Anthony, thanks again. No, thank everyone, you. Have a good day. Connected is a Side Street Studio Arts production. Music by Tanner Melvin. Produced by Nick Mataragas. To find out more about Connected and all the great things Side Street Studio Arts offers, please visit sidestreetstudioarts.org.